Hello, 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 and thank you guys again for tuning in to this podcast. It is your girl again, Monique Allen, and I am back again with another podcast, you guys. I just got out of prayer, and it just feels so good to just pray to the Lord and to feel that he hears you and he understands you and that your prayers are not just going in the air and just being just driven away, but they're getting taken up and he's taking them in and he's just, he's listening. And then he's, he's going off of what he needs to go off to get exactly what it is that we're praying for to meet our needs. So when I say prayer is a powerful tool, when you use it the right way, not use it just for stuff, but use it for like specifically to just have a relationship with him. Sometimes when you pray, your prayers are just shift because you're no longer worried about the stuff. You're just being thankful for where you are now. And even if you're st- your, where you are now is not where you want to be, you'll still be just thankful because you know that where you could have been and where you are now is still a blessing. So sometimes we have to just come to God with just thanksgiving, not just for stuff, but just in thanksgiving that we are still here, still in our right mind, still, you know, on the promised land, still the Lord is still preparing a way for us. The Lord is still opening up doors that men cannot shut. Like, y'all, we serve an awesome God. And this is not even the topic, but it can tie into the topic but I just need to just say that. So if you don't have a relationship with God, just start by just confessing your thoughts, confessing yourself and just receiving his son, Jesus, as your Lord and Savior. And the Bible says that you will be saved. And once you do that, you're not entering in. And when you enter in, that's when you now begin to feel the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you into all truth, because he said that he is going to prepare a way for us, but he's going to leave us a comforter. And the comforter is called the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to lead and guide us into our truth. So anytime we need any type of assistance, we can say, Holy Spirit, I'm not sure which way to go on today or how my life is going. Could you continuously lead me and guide me? And even though he's already doing it, you're mentally reassuring yourself on what it is that the Holy Spirit is going to be doing in your life. So we just thank God this morning. And I say this morning because this is my morning. You may listen to this at night, but I just thank God this morning. And I just want to acknowledge him and just give him thanks and glory, honor and praise because I'm still here and I'm still grateful to just be here. I'm just so grateful. So without further ado, today's topic is going to be about um, tunnel vision. And tunnel vision is very, very, very important. And tunnel vision can also come off as selfish, but tunnel vision is honestly just you making sure you meet the expectation of what it is that God has for you. And if you don't know what it is, then you have to spend time with God to see what it is he has for you. So that way you can meet that expectation. And anytime you do what God has called you to do, there's benefits in it. So like if you are somebody who has asked for, you know, a big home, all while you're doing the works of God and you're being a pure, you having a pure heart and you're sacrificing yourself to stay close into the Lord, the benefits of you wanting that home, he may bless you with something bigger. 
the benefits of you saying that you want to have this certain job, he may move James out the way and elevate James to somewhere else just to position you because he sees the fruit of your labor and you trying to have a relationship with him. So when I say there's benefits in God, there's benefits in God, but he has to be able to trust you enough to say that when I give you this blessing, are you going to take this blessing and then leave me and go back out into the world? Or if I give you this blessing, are you going to actually keep serving me because you know that there's more that I have in store for you? Because the Lord wants us. He wants to bless us. The Lord wants to give us all that we want. But in order for us to give us these things, he has to make sure that we're practicing self-control. We're not idolizing things. And we are making sure that we're still keeping him first and not these things first. Tunnel vision. That requires tunnel vision. So let's look at the title. What is tunnel vision? It says that it is the tendency to focus exclusively on a single or limited goal point of view. And who is that limited goal point of view? It's God. And this is all that God has been trying to tell us is to just stay close to me. Even in hard times, stay close to me. I'm going to be the one that's going to uplift you. I'm going to be the one that's going to encourage you during these hard times. But you have to stay with me. You can't keep going out here trying to find psychics, mediums, and all these different things that is not of me to distract you, to make you think it's me, when all you have to do is come to me. There is no third parties. There is no way around it. And for those who say, well, I don't know how to pray and get a word, get a prayer through. That is not even the way to say those things. And I can't, and, and it makes me sad to know that people feel like they can't get a prayer through, but all it takes is consistency. Once you remain consistent, you're going to start feeling that he's drawn closer to you because you're being more consistent with him. So in those areas where you can't feel God at that moment, it's because you have a stray for some time and it's going to take time for him to let you feel his presence again, because he has to know that you're going to be staying. And when you stay with him, there's benefits in him as you keep that tunnel vision. Also, knowing his word. If you don't know his word, how do you know how to live for Christ, live to be like Christ if you don't know nothing about Christ? If you don't know anything about Jesus, how can you learn how to be like someone you'd never heard or even know about? So you have to understand who Jesus is so you can have a better understanding on why we say things like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So get to know who Jesus is. Get to know who you are in Christ. And it's going to take time. But you got to keep the tunnel vision. If you don't keep the tunnel vision, anything to your left is going to distract you and you're going to go left. If anything is to your right that's going to distract you, you're going to go right. And God is tired of the teeter-tottering. God is tired of the shallowing. God is tired of you saying, oh, I got this. But then you say you got this and you don't give him the full will to do what he has to do in you. We've allowed people to hurt us in this world that we feel like we can't trust nobody, not even God. So I challenge you, put your faith in God. Put, If you don't have no one else to trust, put your trust in God because he is the one that's going to lead and guide you. He has you fully covered. When you tap into the presence of God, 
like I said, you're fully loaded. Nothing can harm you. And I'm not talking about the things that come with this world as far as, you know, car accidents and things like that. No, we, we still go through these everyday lives. We're not out here being, you know, angels walking around here with nothing and no care in the world and nothing is wrong with us. But he's also protecting us from a lot of other things that could have hindered us or caused us premature deaths that we don't see because we're connected into him. So when you put yourself in the presence of God, what you're doing is you're allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truth. You're allowing the angels to protect and camp around you day in and day out, fighting and warring from you from all these spirits that we cannot enter, that we don't see. You're allowing Jesus to intercede on your behalf when it pertains to anything that you are in need of. And you have God who is looking down on you and watching everything that you do and making sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. So when you tap into there, you have a whole army, hallelujah, that is getting ready to fight for you. So you're always going to be in a win-win situation as you keep that tunnel vision. So it is vital that you get to know who God is so that way you can tap into this protection, arm of protection, and this army that's going to help you fight when times get hard and you're not going to continuously be a weakling, but you're going to have power and dominion over tough situations and even some of the insecurities that you're struggling with or generational curses that came upon you that you see that your mom did and now you're struggling with or something that your father did and now you're struggling with and you're wondering, how do I get these things off me or why am I acting like my father, the very person I said I was not going to be, or why am I acting like my mom, the very person I said I wasn't going to be? It's because you're not fighting with the proper weapons. You're not fighting with the proper weapons. And the Lord wants to show you how to fight with the proper weapons as you keep that tunnel vision. You got to keep the tunnel vision. So let's talk about weapons. <laughs> um, I was talking to one of my friends and she just was in the spirit and she was just like, it's so crazy because I've been going through so much. And one thing the Lord has told me and showed me is because you don't have your whole armor on. And she was like, wow, Lord, I didn't know. I mean, I, I, I know about the whole armor, but I didn't under, she didn't understand it. So when she went to Ephesians, she was like, wow, this totally, totally makes sense. Um, so I'm going to read to you Ephesians six. Um, and it says, therefore put on every piece of God's armor. So you will be able to resist the enemy at that evil time. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. Now this is the armor. Now you have the belt on now. And the body of God's righteousness for the shoes uh, is the shoes of peace. So when you put your shoes on, look at it as you're putting your shoes of peace on. So you have to claim your peace even in hard times. We're not talking about peace because it's a great day today and it's sunny outside or I'm laying at the beach with my bikini on and it's a peaceful day. We're talking about peace in the midst of hard times. And then it says. Peace on peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. 
So the shield of faith is what, um, Monique? It's the Bible. That's your protection. That's what you hold up, your shield. My shield is the armor of God, is the Bible. It's the word of God. So when I have my shoes of peace that I'm walking in, hallelujah, and I have this shield that I'm holding up, which is the word of God, that can't nobody go against his word, then I'm setting myself up for war. And I can't be, I can't be defeated because I'm going to have my whole armor on. Then it says in verse 17, put on salvation as your helmet. Your salvation is your everyday walk with God. So if you are walking every day with God, you putting on your shoes of peace to claim your peace, even during hard times. You have the shield of faith and you have the word of God that you are reading day by day. And you are applying it to your life. Baby, you are forced to be reckoned with. You are forced to be reckoned with. And then it says to pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. And it says to stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So when I say the Bible is strategically just showing you how to have the full armor on, of, uh, of God on, I'm telling you, once you put that full armor of God on, you cannot be moved. There's no devil in hell. Even though situations may happen, you're still going to have peace in it. You're going to get good sleep in it because you're now operating in the spirit and you're putting your whole armor on. So let's break this back down. You're going to have on the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation is where your mind battles and it struggles. So we're going to put this helmet of salvation on and we're going to continue to walk out what God has for us and not what this world is trying to create us to be. Because we know that when we walk out what God has for us, we don't have to worry about the nooks and crannies, the bumps and roses. And if it is bumps and roses, it's specifically designed to elevate us to the next level. So at least when we go through situations, it's to prepare us for the next level versus us living into this world. And we're being hit with things because we chose to not obey what God has in store for us. So what's the next plate? The breastplate of righteousness. That means your heart, your heart. You have to guard your heart with all diligence. You can't just let anybody just come into your heart thinking that everybody is going to be for you. You got to tighten it up a little bit. You got to create boundaries, tunnel vision. You got to create boundaries. Everybody can't get in your heart. Everybody can't. Everybody doesn't deserve a seat at your table. Yes, you may be a nice person and a caring person, but everybody doesn't deserve a seat. You have to be led by the spirit on who to help and who not to help. Because then you'll add unnecessary situations to your life that you never asked for, all for having a kind heart. So you need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And then we're going to go down. We're going to have to put on the shoes of peace. Walk in your peace. You deserve peace, sis. You deserve peace, bro. You deserve it. So you need to walk into it. With boldness, knowing that even though today could be a bad day or is a bad day or I'm having a bad day, I can still walk into my peace knowing that God is with me and that my bad day is not going to be forever because we already know that trouble does not last always. So keep the tunnel vision. Your tunnel vision is specifically God. Keep the tunnel vision. God is crazy about you. He wants to change the narrative in your life. 
He wants to change the way you think because sometimes the way you think can make you go a whole nother way. When God is like, I'm trying to get you to just look for just, if you just stick with me for just, just, just give me like 90 days of your life. And I promise you, you're going to see a change. Some of those areas that you've been struggling with, you don't have to struggle with for long because he's going to show you how to change in those areas and be fully made whole. It's a beautiful feeling when God turns your life completely around. And when you see the benefits of the labor that you had to go through, you just break down and say, thank you for caring about me. Thank you for loving me despite me. Thank you for not judging me when others did judge me. Thank you for showing me another way when I didn't even know this was another way. But you have to tap in to understand that this is what God has for you. He has no respect of person. So anything you think that you could say, I've heard people say, oh, well, I've done so much God to if I if I go to God, um, heaven or hell may do something. And it's like that's a lie from the pits of hell. It's nothing that you can do that's going to make him say, oh, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want you. He will not do that. He's always ready to receive with open arms. He doesn't think like us. He says that I, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor is my ways your ways. So what you think God will say, you're wrong and you're off because we cannot think the mind of God. He's bigger than us. And we never can outsmart God because he would not allow us to be here to outsmart him when he's the author and the finisher. When he's the king of kings, when he's alpha and omega. So I challenge you today to keep your tunnel vision. Look ahead. Look forward. Stop looking left. Don't get distracted and be like, I'm going through so much. Let me just look over here real quick. I want to say one more thing and I'm going to end off. It was a um, man named Peter in the Bible. He just, when Jesus was um, on here on earth at that time, Peter was just so amazed at the things that Jesus was doing. And he just wanted to follow him and walk with him and do all of these things with him. And it got to a point where Jesus was laying in a um, boat sleep. And there was a big storm going on around us. I mean, around them. And during this storm, it was just so much going on that the disciples were getting scared. The disciples, as in us, we were scared. And um, when those things were happening, Peter was like, Jesus, Jesus, wake up. Like, you don't see that this big old storm is rocking this boat? Like, it's a storm going on. It's raining. It's thunderstorming. The boat about to almost tip over. Like, Jesus, look at this. Come look at this. And he's like, oh, yeah, a little faith. Where's your faith at? Like, basically, why is you tripping? What's what's, what's up? Don't you know whose side you on? Why are you worried about the winds and the waves? So he told him, he said, walk over to me. And he had made him walk on water. He's no, they seen Jesus walking on water and Peter tried to do it too. And Peter and Jesus told him, look at me and walk, have faith and walk. And when he kept looking at Jesus and he walked that water with Jesus, he started to get distracted by the things that was happening around him, which was the storms and the rains. And he started to look left and he started to fear and he began to sink. So as he began to sink, God had to pull him. Jesus had to pull him. And when Jesus had pulled him, he told him, why do you have such little faith? Why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? So don't don't be like Peter, where you get 
close to Jesus, and the closer you get, and all of these distractions start coming even more now because the enemy obviously see you trying to get closer to the Lord, and you died out because all these distractions was more appealing than you was keeping your tunnel vision. I really hope that made sense, and I just love you guys so much, and I thank God for this opportunity of once again having a podcast because I get to pour myself out. And I get to give you all that God has given me. And then at times when I feel like I'm a little low, I get to go back and listen to these, y'all. And I get to encourage myself. So I just thank God for you. I pray for you. And I just pray that day by day, you will just give God the opportunity to just be God in your life. Come out of religion and tap into relationship. Religion can't hold us no more. Grandma's prayers can't keep upholding us. You have to have your own now. You have to be accountable for you. What is it that God has in store for you? And don't rush the process. Take your time with getting to know who God really is. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to just say thank you. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for the person that's listening. Order their steps, God. Show them a new way. You said that old things are passed away, and now, behold, old things are becoming new. You said that when we come into you, Father God, we are a new creature. Allow us to feel that, Lord God. And for those who don't know you, Father God, allow us to confess with our mouths that we have sinned, but that we believe in your son, Jesus, who has rose from the dead. And that we're going to now take on the faith and believe by faith that you are the son of God and if they believe these things that they are saved Lord God forgive us of our sins if we've done anything that was outside of your will Father God forgive us we want to draw near to you we want to keep the tunnel vision Lord God we don't want to get easily distracted strengthen our minds Lord God times when we feel like we are weak Father God show us another way out so we can continue to stay in your will and not what this world has to offer Block the distractions, starve our distractions, Father God, that can easily deteriorate our relationship from you. Show us how to live a life of Christ. Allow our lights to shine and remain shining and not get dim when times get tough. But show us how to be warriors and to put on the whole armor of God during hard times, Lord God. Allow us to not doubt out and question you as if you are not the person that didn't prepare us to be conquerors in every area of our lives. The only way you can become a conqueror is if you conquer what it is that he has given or what what has taken place over your life. So allow us to continue to conquer these things that try to come up against our lives, Lord God, knowing that we are in you and we are covered on every side because that's what you have given us. You have protected us. You are allowed us to have everything we need to have the proper weapons to gain the victory. Anything in you, Father God, it's going to be a win-win situation. So even in this situation, if somebody is struggling in their marriage, show them how to overcome this marriage. Anybody that's struggling with infidelity issues, show them how to be made whole within themselves. That this is in any, any internal situations that they're lacking, Father God, show them that. Get to the root of these situations. Anyone who feels like they're still suffering with homosexuality and they know that they want to be better but it's so hard because the way of this world makes us feel like it's okay show us another way god 
show us another way. Anybody that's dealing with trauma in the name of Jesus, show us how to be overcomers over these traumas and to be made whole over these traumas. Trauma can no longer hold us in the name of Jesus because we're in you, God. So day by day, you're going to show us how to deal with these traumas. Day to day, you're going to show us any addictions, Lord God. You're going to show us day by day how to deal with any addictions, Father God. And I just thank you that we can come to you just like this and just pour our hearts out onto you, Father God. And you hear our hearts cry. And then you start to move on our behalf, Lord God. So continue to allow us to be rooted in you, Lord God, so we can reap the benefits of all of our labors. And so that we can then encourage others on how you really are in our lives. Shine your light, God. Show us the way. We want to be more like you, Jesus. Thank you for coming down to show us how to live. Thank you, Jesus. We love you on today. We love you on today. And that is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love you guys. And God loves you more. I will see you guys again next week. Um, if you need any prayer or anything or a special request or just have any questions, you can um, email me at moniqueallen at newlifenewyou.org. And we can definitely email. And if not, you can find me on Instagram at Monique underscore Allen underscore underscore. I would love to talk with you. Don't be a stranger. Don't feel like you're alone. God is with us and he's protecting us on every side as we continue to keep the tunnel vision. Amen. Have a good day.